0: Concerns regarding medication dispensing? LifeLink offers a solution that dispenses medications at pre-programmed times from pre-filled cups. The dispenser alerts when it's time to take medication and can contact a caregiver if a dose is missed. For more information on LifeLink, call Terry at 307-751-9348.
1: Everyone's story is different, but one thing is always true: your trade-in
2: is just as important to the equation as the new vehicle. Hi, this is Brad at Primary Motors, and we recently had a customer whose trade-in had been taken care of like it was part of the family and had sentimental attachment. We already had a local customer in mind, and they knew each other.
1: Both of our customers were glad that they had come to Primary Motors that day. See us today at Primary Motors, 2305 Cochrane Avenue, or online at primarymotors.com.
3: After several years and two sons together, the hero Jason decides to dump the Princess Medea to marry the daughter of King Creon. That's when the tragedy begins with a woman scorned in the Met Live in HD production of Medea Saturday, October 22nd, 10:55 a.m. at Sheridan's Wild Theater. Things get really crazy as Medea's determined to punish Jason. Find out how all this ends by purchasing your tickets today at the Wild Theater box office or online at wildtheater.com. This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program brought to you by Elias and Financial. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whiting. Public Pulse, I'm Floyd Whiting.
2: In a short while, Main Street and Sheridan will look very different. White out in the city, you're planning a major reconstruction project. And here to talk a little on how you can learn more about this upcoming event and more is the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce... Dixie Johnson. Good morning, Dixie. Good morning, Floyd. Now, uh, how was your weekend?
0: My weekend was great, just fantastic. Spent some time with the grandkids. Uh, uh, had a lovely golf outing out at the Powderhorn. It was just a beautiful with some wonderful friends. It was a beautiful day and a great, and a beautiful weekend.
2: Great weekend for that. Mm-hmm. Beautiful weather mm-hmm. outside. Absolutely. Uh, uh, the wife took the dogs for a walk. I stayed and tried to dry carpet <laughs> after a flooding incident in the house.
0: <laughs> Ah, uh, that's not fun.
2: Oh, it's just it's just one of those things you just got to give it time. Right. Time and lots of fans, mm-hmm.
0: right? You can't rush
2: it. <laughs> it's it's a horrible job. Now, uh, from what we've learned so far, the Main Street project is going to be uh quite quite the show. Uh quite a project that's going to be going up there and they're going to be doing it in intervals that way all of Main Street isn't under construction at one time.
0: Right, that's you know to the best of my knowledge you're correct and I'm sure you probably have been talking to Y dot a few times, right? Laura, right? Is Laura yeah, yep. she really is. And you know really um what we want to make sure people know and just kind of help spread the word that there will be a public meeting this Wednesday from 5 to 6 p.m. And it'll be in the second on the second floor conference room of ERA Carroll Realty. So if anybody wants to know kind of what those final plans are, it'll be a great opportunity for people to show up. They can look at the map, I believe. Uh, you'll hear from YDOT and I'm sure the city of Sheridan since it's a combined project. And, yeah, it's not going to be fun, but it is definitely necessary so uh, that'll start in the spring of 2023, and it's planned to be a two-year project.
2: That's the plan as of right now.
0: Right, <laughs> right, right. Hopefully, everything will go, you know, according to plan with the the you know the the least amount of you know, uh, disruption, you know, as possible. And I know YDOT, um, they're great partners. I know they've been talking to businesses already um, between the chamber, the downtown Sheridan Association, the city, YDOT. And and our businesses, especially on Main Street, it's going to be really important that we do the best that we can to make sure we still um, get people into those those businesses, you know, so signage, uh, traffic, uh, control, some of that, uh, being able to have some pedestrian traffic and, you know, and it's all going to be, of course, dependent on what YDOT and Main Street, you know, put together as far as their plans, but I know that's a priority and it has been, we've been talking with them for a couple of years, uh, knowing that this project was coming up in 23 and it will have an impact on business, but we're hoping to, uh, you know, to help lessen the, you know, the severity of the impact. Um, we, summertime is, uh, you know, we always have a lot of visitors here in Sheridan. My understanding is that they will hopefully only close a small, Uh, section of blocks, you know, maybe three blocks at a time. And they'll start working their way south. I think it's going to take place from um, First Street to Burkett, you know, and Coffeen. And and so anyway, uh, we're on Main Street, you know, if anybody said, Hey, are you looking forward to it? I'd say no, but you know what, I am looking forward to the city needs to replace some of their infrastructure, right? Some utilities, and they're way past being aged out. So it's time. And so, uh, you know, it'll be won't be fun, but uh, they're doing a great job, and and we're hoping to continue to work with them to make sure that we drive people to businesses.
2: In those conversations that I've had with YDOT, they certainly understand, you know, how how mm-hmm. critical a, a downtown is to Sheridan. I mean, we have a vibrant, beautiful downtown, and uh, folks, I'm, I'm here to tell you, you know, I try to walk in the downtown area. Of every little town that I visit, every little city that I right. visit, and I've I've done two staycations up here in the northern parts of of Wyoming over the past two years, and I will say uh, beyond any doubt that Sheridan probably has the most beautiful downtown in our area um, or the entire region. Uh, so. Uh, I, You know, the conversations with Laura, she understands that we don't want to disrupt that. Right. We want to keep it just the right. way it is. Uh, so this is uh, hopefully just going to be doing some improving. <clears throat> now, Dixie, within these conversations, the one thing that I always kind of forget to ask, and maybe you don't know, um, are they going to be widening sidewalks at all in this project that you know of?
0: Well, come to the meeting this Wednesday, 5 to 6 p.m., and find out. I know it. I've seen some different um, initial plans, and I haven't talked to them recently enough to know what the final plans were. Wow. I believe they aren't planning on widening the sidewalks necessarily. But I think they're doing some some additional maybe bump outs on the oh, corners. I don't okay. know for sure okay. if that made it into the final plan or not. Uh, but you know, it's again uh, the impact to business. We don't we want to lessen it as much as we possibly can, and so uh, we're going to do everything we can to promote, direct, um, help make sure that there's adequate signage and and all of that. Um, again. White House has been a great partner. The city's a great partner. Downtown Shared Association's Association is a great partner in this. And so, um, you know, we just want to make the public aware that this will be happening starting in the spring. And
2: the Chamber's role in all of this, like you said, you know, promoting downtown, uh, trying to get people down there, even with all the construction that will be right. happening. Have you been involved? Have they involved you in in every step of this process? We've
0: been involved. Yes, absolutely. We've had, you know, from some casual meetings to some more formal meetings with them. Um, You know, we met at Java Moon a couple years ago. I mean, actually, I don't even know how many years ago it was when they were, uh, YDOT was one of our programs at one of our chamber lunches, and they were talking about their STIP, the State Transportation Improvement Plan. Uh, They've been trying to get the word out. quite a a long time letting people know hey this is this is on the calendar this is going to happen it has to happen right um and so uh just trying to get the word out as much as they can so yes we've been involved and at least in the know for quite some time
2: that's fantastic Uh, now uh Tell us about the upcoming chamber lunch program. So, also that after?
0: same day, October twelfth, which happens to be my daughter's birthday, I'll have a daughter turning thirty-four on Wednesday, no. which is just I can't believe because then I have to realize that I'm getting that old. But <laughs> anyway, um, on uh, Wednesday, October twelfth, we'll have our chamber lunch program that'll be um, held at the Best Western Sheridan Center. It's going to be a great menu, I'm sure. Uh, they're going to serve up some chicken parmesan, asparagus, cannoli. So coming out to the Best Western on Wednesday, 1130 to one. And um, it's $20 a person to register that covers the program that covers our speaker that covers um, the lunch and the full lunch buffet, including dessert and beverages. And our program we're really excited is will be our leadership Sheridan County 2023 20. No, I'm sorry. 20 (laughs) I'm already skipping ahead because I was talking about the the construction 2022 graduation of our leadership and celebration of that class. Um, We'll have a great speaker. Erin Kilbride, who is a former executive director at the Tongue River Valley Community Center, will be our speaker. And Erin, I don't know if you know Erin. I'm sure she's been on the show a time or two. Um, but she she really does embody leadership and she's going to be talking a little bit um, with our group just kind of about how we can make a difference. And um, so Erin served in her role for about 16 years out at the Tongue River Valley Com- Community Center really grew that into what it is today. During that time, while she had a degree in, I think, exercise and sports science, um, she went back to school and obtained her master's degree in administration with an emphasis on organizational leadership. She's a friend. She's a uh, previous fab woman of the year. She's she's just really, truly is somebody that I think um, I'm excited to hear from. And I know that those in attendance will will take away some things uh, from her talk on leadership. So, again, it's open to anybody who would like to attend twenty dollars a person. And you can register at Sheridan dot org or give us a call at the office tomorrow and register. Um, and I say tomorrow because our office is actually closed today for Columbus Day.
2: Oh, fantastic. Now, uh, folks, if you want to learn how you can make a difference within your community, uh, take a leadership role, this is the Chamber Lunch Program for you. And I also want to say congratulations to all of those who have graduated the Leadership Sheridan County Program. This is one of of my favorite programs, and I'm pretty sure one day I'll probably bite the bullet and just... (laughs) Throw in an application, Dixie.
0: Well, they're open right now. Applications are open right now. And with this year's graduating class, we'll have 391 alumni of that program. And we started uh, the program in 1993, working through it, and graduated our first class in 1994.
2: And we'll talk a little bit more on, uh, on how you can put in one of those applications for yourself right now. Uh, that'll come up in the second part of the show but as of right now how about business after hours
0: so business after hours is scheduled for the third Wednesday of the month so next week which when I think about it I can't believe next week is the third week of October it's just flying by right so business after hours and business before hours are hosted at different uh, member businesses and so next week from five to I have five to um, five to seven p.m. at the Sheridan Press. They'll host business after hours. That's the nineteenth. It's open to anybody who would like to attend. There are great door prizes, uh, food and beverage, and uh, so come on out. See us at business after hours.
2: All right. And on that, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we return, we'll have more with the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce. This is Public Pulse at nine thirty k At one hundred three point nine FM Sheridan. <laughs>
4: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC.
1: You know, the pioneers crossed the vast wilderness in covered wagons, yet today a lot of their offspring actually have to set alarms to remind them when to drink water. If you're needing water, all you have to do is call 307 Wildcat Well Service, a local company that specializes in locating water, drilling and pumps, even solar-powered water wells. So for water wells and all that goes with them, look for 307 Wildcat Well Service in the Country Bounty and you too will have cool, clean water. Water
0: October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Curvin with Sheridan Memorial Hospital Foundation. I want to remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 15th to support our annual event, The Link, Partners in Pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the Foundation's Comfort Care Program. See you on the 15th.
1: Register online at sheridanhospital.org.
3: The following message is presented by Century 21BHJ, 101
0: South Main. Y.O. Play is hosting the National Storytelling Network's event, celebration in November at the Y.O. Theatre. Do you have a story that you would like to tell as part of a night of storytelling? Y.O. Play is inviting community members to submit their story ideas by October 10th to be considered for joining the lineup. We hope to receive a mixture of personal, historical folktales, myths, and cultural stories in order to highlight a variety of talents and styles. For more information, visit yotheater.com today
1: opening a new business can be stressful. Cloud Peak Accounting will get you over the hurdles of establishing and launching your new business, like setting up your bookkeeping and payroll systems, registering with all government agencies, tax planning and compliance, and all the other details you haven't even thought of yet. Whether you've been in business for years or are contemplating the launch of a new business, contact Cloud Peak Accounting for a consultation. Visit cloudpeakcpa.com.
2: Welcome back to Public Pulse, brought to you by our friends out there at Eliasen Financial. I'm Floyd Whiting. This morning, I'm with the Chief Executive Officer of the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Dixie Johnson. We've been discussing the upcoming Chamber lunch program, the business after hours, and the upcoming Main Street construction project public meeting again. That's going to be held Wednesday, October 12th, 5 to 6 on the second floor of ERA Carroll Realty. That's going to be in the conference room. Plan to attend and review the final plans that are going to be uh, coming to fruition in the spring of 2023. Now, with the general elections right around the corner, maybe you're finding yourself behind on some of the issues or you don't know your candidates well enough. there is a great way to learn much more before you head to the ballot. Dixie, can you tell me about the, that is, uh, Tongue River Valley Candidate Forum?
0: Right, absolutely. We um, are happy to partner with the Tongue River Valley Community Center, and we've been doing this for several years when we've had election years to host a candidate forum out in the valley. And uh, so I don't know if you recall, but we hosted two candidate forums on September 26th and 27th. We held those at the Wyoming Wyo Performing Arts and Education Center. And those recordings of those candidate forums are still available on our website, on our YouTube channel. So you can access those if you want to learn more about your candidates. But we also will be having another in-person candidate forum at the Tonga River Valley Community Center in Dayton on October 25th. That'll start at 6 p.m. And it's been a great partnership. So our Government Affairs Committee um, they work with a uh, TRVCC and uh, we've invited and I, I don't know who's all confirmed their attendance yet, but we've invited candidates for uh, Sheridan College trustees, Sheridan County School District Number 1 trustees, State Senator District 21, the Dayton mayoral candidates, the Ranchester mayoral candidates and Dayton Town Councils. So um, there will be an opportunity for people who might have some questions. That they could out that we that could be asked of all the candidates to submit those in writing. We'll have question evaluators there that will go through because we have such a limited time. Sometimes they have to combine or tweak a couple of questions, but then they'll be given to a moderator who will then ask the candidates those questions. So that'll be held in um, TRVCC six p.m. Open to the public on October twenty fifth. Hope to see everybody out there.
2: Now, Dixie, is there anything that you're watching closely? Everything. <laughs> everything. Hey,
0: that's, yeah. Uh, everything. You know, interestingly, um, I was a resident of the Tongue River Valley for 27 years. It's really, you know, something I feel very strongly in that that community. I still sit on the Tongue River Valley Community Center Board of Directors. Um, So I feel very passionate out there, but I no longer live out there. So I'll be voting in Sheridan. So I'll be voting for school district number two, city council, et cetera. But for a long time, I voted out there, you know, for district one, et cetera. So I am very interested in all of them. And I really hope our goal with our government affairs committee and the reason that we, we put on these candidate forums is really to try to help get more information out there so people then can make some decisions based on information that they learn from the candidates, right? Absolutely. Not from us, from the candidates. And so I just really encourage people to check out our YouTube and or come out to that candidate forum and uh, you know, make sure you vote. Yeah. That's the other biggest thing. Absolutely. Make sure you vote. They have a lot of candidates for a lot of positions. And it's, you know, it's critical to have, you know, strong leaders who are going to be passionate about, you know, education you know, the the community, moving the community forward, et cetera. So.
2: And we've got so many issues facing us now uh, here in the state of Wyoming. We've got uh, all kinds of issues facing our, our mineral industry, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and our battle with the feds on that one. Uh, in the past, do you feel that the participation of these forums is is up to what you would like to see? Or, or would you like to see more participation both from maybe the community and from some of these candidates?
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, so for instance, uh, when we had our candidate forums on the 26th of September, uh, we had four of the six Sheridan College trustee candidates. Able to attend. And I wish everybody, you know, people have schedules, right? And when we schedule them, it's always, it never works for everybody. Sometimes they've got some. Yeah. Yeah. And we had 12 of the 15 School District 2 candidates confirm attendance, but only 11 showed up. But that's still, that's a lot of people. Yeah. I think we've had really strong participation. Uh, we had the governor back on the 27th, um, and he was here for our primary candidate forum and our general election candidate forum, so that was great. We have strong participation if the candidates, I believe, can make it, um, and and are running for the right reasons, they'll be there. Yeah. Uh, as far as the audience participation, we we saw fewer people per um, in attendance in person in the audience the 26th and 27th than we did in our prime. And t- our primary election candidate forums. However, um, our views were really strong and it continued to be, uh, the YouTube recordings continue to be watched and our live oh, stream great. was watched. Yeah. Um, I know in the primary candidate forums all together, we had about 300 attend two nights, candidate forums, and then, uh, we had uh, over 2000 views. Oh, that's uh, so that I thought that was really great. Yeah. Really great. And so we're looking again, it's not about us. It's about trying to help, Get the information out there, make it available, encourage people to, you know, scroll through if they want to learn a little bit more about the candidates, because it's, it's critical that we have, it's great to see so many people, um, you know, throwing their hat in the ring. We just want to make sure the people are doing it for the right reason. And, and, you know, and people can make some of those informed decisions when they go to the polls.
2: Absolutely. And it's great to hear that you've got so many great views, uh, on, on those, uh, Recordings, mm-hmm. those tape, well, they're not tape anymore.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, let's aging yourself right there. <laughs> All right, now Leadership Wyoming. I told you we'd talk about it. They are accepting applications for the 2023 class this month. Dixie, we went over this, but let's review what do I need.
0: So, actually, it's Leadership Sheridan County, Le- it's oh, our program. Just wanted to clarify my that bad. that's okay. There is a great uh, program called Leadership Wyoming. Um, but leadership Sheridan County, 2023 class, we're taking applications this month. We have a steering committee that oversees the program. The program is run by the Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce Foundation. Um, and it is a 10 month program. It's been very popular. We've had, uh, for the last several years, more applications than we've had spots available because there are limited spots. Um, but the program will kick off in January with an orientation in in, uh, In February, they go to Cheyenne. The class will go down to Cheyenne, observe legislature, um, visit the Capitol. It's a really a great, great trip. Um, And then we start our regular monthly modules in March. So March through October – there are monthly modules that uh, kind of dive into different facets of our community. So one module will be city government. Another one would be economic development. Another one might be uh, community history and the arts. And then we also have education and youth services. We have natural resources. We have county government. So over the next seven months, there are those full-day modules. The last month is a half-day module in our graduation, and that happens in October. But we've had such great interest, participation, And wonderful focus from our steering committee um, to continually improve the program to make sure that there's value for the people that are attending. So if anybody's interested, now is the month uh, to fill out that application and get it into us. There's a matrix that all of the information goes into, and the steering committee always has a really, really um, challenging job to select those participants, but number of factors are taken into account there. But please take some time, fill out that application and get it into us. Now, real
2: quick, if, if I filled out an application for a previous class and it's, there just wasn't enough room, do I have to
0: fill out another one? You know, you could submit the application you you submitted from the, for the previous class. You could redo it and submit it. But no, we don't just roll those over and hold okay. those over because this is a commitment, right? It's a full day every month at least for about 10 months. Um, and it's a commitment that both you and your employer have to say, yeah, we are – we have the time we will take the time we'll make sure that this person is in attendance right and so life happens and so something might have changed so we don't just roll those over but we do encourage people who have applied before to put another application in spend a little time on that application really answering the questions um and and you know and get those into us because it's it's a great program and it's so fun to see um, and hear all the positive comments from people who've gone through it. Now, one more time. When is
2: the deadline for the October 31st, episodes? October 31st, folks, you got till the end of the month. If you're throwing on your costume, it may be too late because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of folks trying to get into this class. Now, it's that time of year. The Christmas stroll registrations. What do we know?
0: So, Christmas stroll will be held Friday, November 25th. And what we learned from COVID was that an all day event was kind of popular. So, we kept it last year. We did a hybrid and we had an all day plus and, uh, you know, all day stroll, kicking it off in the morning and then an evening event. We're going, we're looking forward to doing that again this year. The theme for this year, for those people who are wanting to think about decorating their businesses, is Snow Globe Christmas. On October 26th, the winning design, button design um, artist, young artist, will be awarded um, chamber bucks given her frame design with the mayor at a ceremony at City Hall. So that's exciting. But really what I'm wanting to get the word out about now, uh, Floyd, is that those businesses interested in participating, please get your registrations in. Uh, to the chamber by the 21st of October if possible. That's next week. That helps us get all of the marketing material, lots of promotional material as a participating business goes out and is uh, included around Christmas Stroll. And the whole idea, the driver for Christmas Stroll is yes to celebrate and kick off the holiday season but it's really about supporting those local businesses and and encouraging people to shop local. So we're excited about this year's Stroll. But if you're a business um, and thinking about it, now's the time to get those registrations in
2: absolutely and what a what a great event uh you know I'm, I'm always talking about sheridan downtown but every time me and the wife go walking down there we end up finding something
1: mm-hmm.
2: that uh, we didn't even know that we needed right right <laughs> I
1: mean, and that's a great thing it's isn't a it?
2: great thing Uh, Now, real quick, we're running out of time, but uh, the Community Review, Community Survey, Thriving 2035, what do folks need to
4: know?
0: Okay, I'm sure people have heard about it. If they haven't, give me a call at the chamber at 672-2485, and I'll be happy to talk to you about it. But there is a survey available right now, area partners in economic development are working with Wyoming business council on a community review. The survey is part one. And so we encourage people to take that survey. If they haven't yet, you can find it on our website, on the city's website, on the county's website. Um, But then there will be listening sessions the first week of November, I think the first and second, third, around that time. So look for a schedule on that. But I just wanted to remind people to get their surveys completed. That's really a great opportunity for people to have a say in what they want our community to look like in 10 to 15 years. So, um, yeah, so rather than complaining about what we look like in 10 to 15 years, bring your voice Bring your values. Fill out that quick survey. It only takes a few minutes. And then uh, I'll be back on Public Pulse, or some of us will, and we'll talk about the listening sessions that people can attend. There will be several of them scheduled for November 2nd and 3rd. So kind of mark your calendars there. And that'll be in addition to the survey and be able to give an opportunity for uh, people to bring their voice.
2: And we'll have that show on October 31st. So make sure that you tune in. And we're going to talk about this survey. This is the direction we want our community to go, folks, and you can add your two cents. Dixie, as always, it's a pleasure having you on the show.
0: Thanks, Floyd. It's great to see you.
2: All right. When we come back, we're going to
0: speak with Dr.
2: Vivian Tran. This is Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM. Sheridan.
4: and Financial, money management, isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates, Inc., Member FINRA, SIPC. Hi, this is Chance Harris.
0: And I'm Laura Wichick. Did you know Harker-Mellinger provides services to help you with your payroll and accounting problems or business concerns?
1: Schedule an appointment
2: today to discuss how our professional staff can find the solutions that work best for you.
0: Harker-Mellinger has been providing quality service for Sheridan area businesses for over 37 years.
2: Remember, you get our exclusive fixed fee, one monthly fee, unlimited phone calls and meetings
3: call 673-5837 or visit them online at canefuneral.com.
0: Sheridan Orthopedic Associates continues its over 50-year tradition of surgical excellence in Northeast Wyoming and Southern Montana with the addition of Dr. Jory Wasserberger, a Wyoming native, and fellowship trained at the Mayo Clinic in Orthopedic Sports Medicine. Dr. Wasserberger joins a team of highly-rated surgeons providing spine, sports, hand, hip, knee, and shoulder surgery, joint replacement, and more, including emergency care, 24 47365 days a year. Visit us at SheridanOrtho.com to learn more.
3: I'm here today with Candace Crane from Sheridan Honda and Power Sports.
0: Tommy, hi, I have some exciting news. Oh, tell me what? Sheridan Honda has new cars on the lot. Are
3: they all-wheel drive?
0: Of course they are. We have four models with real-time all-wheel drive. The CRV and HRV have Honda's intelligent control system, which is great in inclement weather or rough terrain. And if you're wanting something a little bit more rugged, the Passport and Pilot have intelligent traction management with snow, sand, and mud mode.
3: Those are great options. Visit Sheridan Honda to pre-order or drive home in your new Honda today. Considering a big project and don't know where to begin, Wagner Ranch Services can help. Our experienced
1: staff of engineers and equipment operators can take your project from the design and permitting phase right up through construction and completion. Wagner Ranch Services can design, permit, and construct roads, reservoirs and ponds, excavate foundations, install utilities, and more. We can handle projects big and small from start to finish. Wagner Ranch Services, 13 Industrial Lane. Give us a call at 752-2787.
2: Good morning. Welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. Mindfulness, a mental state achieved by focusing one's awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting one's feelings, thoughts, and bodily sensations. Now used as a therapeutic technique, This state of being in the moment may seem like a very small thing. Maybe you think it's easy to achieve, but this is much deeper, a deeper sense of acceptance than many have faced before. And joining me to talk about mindfulness and the benefits of simply being present is psychologist Dr. Vivian Tran. Good morning, doctor. How are you?
5: Fantastic.
2: Uh, Would you pull that microphone in? Yes. Thank you so much, Doc. Now, let's start from the beginning for some individuals who may be listening out there but don't know. What is mindfulness?
5: There's many definitions, but one of the most common and the most used, including in research, is John Kabat-Zinn's definition. It's intending to be aware in the present moment, which is through the five senses, and without judgment. Now, not so easy to do when uh, we have a judging machine everywhere we go, right? right. Inside of us. Um, that is the best, most common um, definition.
2: Now, to be present in the moment.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it, in, in the course of my own research for many years, I thought that there would be some sort of trance that we entered into. That if I found someone in the middle of meditation... Mm -hmm. well, they're not really here, right? They're not paying attention to what's going on around them. It is the exact opposite, isn't it? They're, They're taking in everything that's going on around them.
5: Yeah, so the practice itself, you may choose an object of attention to keep your mind in so you know when you wander off. But when you're truly in a state of mindfulness, you're much more in tune with what is inside of you, what is around you, and the spacing between people. So it's a bigger sense of awareness, and you're right. It's encompassing everything. When you are more mindful, you are tending to everything at once. The thing that is removed or the attempt is to really be there as things are, as they are showing up versus the ideas, expectations, the rumination, the thoughts, or the avoidance, or the grasping. So often when we find something that we enjoy... We want more of it, and it's never enough, right? Or we find something that is painful, we want to avoid it. Distance ourselves. So the mindfulness state of being present, it's accepting and being in tune with what's showing up. Be that positive or negative, and just observing that state. So you actually are more present. You're not tuned out. Now, you can do that for practicing, like meditation. You can tune out. But... The state of mindfulness is not a tuning out. It's not a distraction. It's not an avoidance. It's the opposite. It's a leaning into.
2: It's like an awareness. Yes. Uh, A a heightened level of awareness, I think I would say. And like when a, you know, and and, and this is a a rough comparison, but when when a hunter's in the woods, uh, for the listeners out there, and he's listening and and she's smelling and, and she's in tune, Mm-hmm. and And waiting for that snap twig or or waiting for that movement, they're hearing and absorbing everything around them this it's it's kind of like that, folks, but you're sitting by yourself, simply accepting everything as it comes to you, whether that be temperature sound mm-hmm. uh internal states internal states oh yeah, we're gonna hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's that's where the problem comes up a lot uh now. I've, I've I've got a list of questions here that yes. I want to ask you, but you know me, and I digress. <laughs> the <laughs> the the state of meditation is something uh, I, I do want to pay attention to and and talk about because a lot of people say, "Well, I've tried it. I sat down for a while. I gave it five minutes. It mm-hmm. just didn't take." This this is a practice a lot like lifting weights, isn't it? It's something, you got to start small. You're not mm-hmm. going to go in and, and take 300 pounds over top of your head instantly. So I would say it was sitting down to meditate, it's not going to be, oh, two hours and I just wasn't there, uh, you know?
5: Right, and I think what shows up is a lot of expectations, that if I am sitting in meditation, I'm going to feel peaceful. If I'm sitting in meditation I'm going to feel zen or, you know, and the reality is meditation is just the practice of attending to an object, be that my breath or the sounds or whatever I I pick to attend to. And when I am distracted, I notice that I'm distracted and I bring myself back. So you do that over and over and over again. That is the practice. Your mind may be busy. So I notice my thoughts are busy and then I don't get engaged in that thinking, go back to attending to my breath or sounds or visual phenomena, whatever I picked. So that is meditation. So when you're doing that, you are building the skills. There's two main skills we're building um, when we're sitting in meditation. So when we're able to attend to the object that we picked, so let's say the breath, for example, and I'm keeping up, I'm noticing all the breath, I'm noticing the qualities, the in and out, um, I'm building attention and concentration. When I get distracted, you don't even know that you're distracted. Your mind is in La La Land. You have left the building, like yeah. Elvis left the building, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you realize Elvis has left the building. <laughs> that moment that you realize you were gone, there's a part of you that is building insight. Something in you say, wait a minute, I was supposed to be attending to my breath, and now I'm thinking about laundry. Let me come back. So that is the skill. That is what you do. So mindfulness, um, be, sitting in meditation is not often peaceful. The the consequences are you feel more peaceful as you get out of the cushion, as we say, and you go through the day, you're more centered, you're more focused, you're more able to attend. You have a sense of well-being. All the benefits of meditation happen, even if your mind is busy. So it doesn't look a certain way. Every time I sit in meditation, it's different. There has been not one single time in 15, 16 years, well, longer than that, 20 years of practice now, that I actually have the same state every time. Yeah. And and that is actually something that people don't realize. When you meditate a long time, then you've got the Zen state, and you've gone to this place, and you're fully in tune with your breath, and there is amazing experience. The next time you sit, your mind is just as busy. Now you're grasping, trying to attain that sense again. So that is not meditation, right? Meditation is just the practice of sitting, and I'm going to choose to attend what i'm attending to and then once i'm gone i bring myself gently back to that attention that's
2: it without chastising yourself yes because this is all it's a very natural process uh yeah even when i sit and meditate uh i I do the elvis has left the building (laughs) i usually i try to i do like a Mm self-check you know sit how does my head feel shoulders all the way down and relax and even by the t- even before I hit the knees, how do my knees feel today? Yeah. You know it's it's i i I get off on on a thought, you mm-hmm. know, oh well, mm-hmm. I gotta get this done today. I gotta make sure that this is finished today. oh well, what time is this gonna and all of a sudden you're like, man, w- how did I wander down that hallway? <laughs> yeah, <You know? laughs> and so you gotta turn yourself yeah. around and come back, but everybody does that. You've been yes. doing this most of your life. you do that, don't you?
5: Yes, and if I the more I meditate, the more I'm able to sustain attention. So, the normal average human being that is older than 35 years old, the attention is two to four seconds. That's how far. Two
2: to four seconds. That's
5: it. Wow. And after two to four seconds, we in La La Land, we don't know that we are. Sometimes we, uh, I had a meditator, uh, uh, a teacher, I was like, I'm gone, but my, I'm still counting because one of the practices to you count your breaths to know that you are attending. And the teacher said, well, the ego knows how to count, too. (laughs) So the mind is very tricky. And um, you don't even know that you're not attending, right? And if you're below 35, it's one to two seconds now because of technology and phones and movies are much faster. So we're actually training and becoming inattentive, right? Yeah. So um, when you're able to practice a long time and you're consistently practicing – that means every day, you are able to attend longer. That's just it. You're able to catch things. And then when you're really meditating a long time, there's like 10 stages. It takes like 30 years to achieve yeah. the the last stage, if you achieve it. Most people are stuck on the first and second stage for 20 years, right? So, and I'm not going to go over into all those complicated ideas, but when you, I am practicing, I can catch a thought before it's sh- the bubbling of a thought. You can feel the it. The consciousness I'm... of a thought popping in. You can slow down enough to catch that. You can be more in tune with your thoughts and be less attached to it, right? So, those are some of the benefits. It's not that your mind is clear. We, most of us don't meditate 11 hours a day for 30 years to achieve a total clear state of mind, but we can catch it. We have more power. Now that I know what I'm thinking and that is influencing how I feel and what I do. I now have choice. I am having those angry thoughts, but I don't need to kick the dog or snap at the wife or the husband, right? So there is a, a sense of well-being that comes out of full acceptance that those thoughts are there. It doesn't have to mean anything. Yeah. And it doesn't have to guide my behavior because I'm no longer unconscious.
2: And see, I think a lot of people don't understand that that is kind of the goal for the every man mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. those of us who are laymen we're not meditation masters in any mm-hmm. way but there is something about it when i get up off of my my mat mm-hmm. i feel more at peace mm-hmm. and whether that be from you know being able to sit and meditate mm-hmm. and get my thoughts kind of together mm-hmm. you know get it in a row uh, okay, now I've got more organization. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like cleaning up your desktop on your yeah. computer. Everything's just flooding, everything else, and it's just too much to see past. But we gently start organizing that stuff. Standing up, you got a clear screen for the day, and you can address your issues. That's just one thought
1: yes.
2: of meditation,
5: right? And you are correct. So the research has backed up that even lay meditators that meditate five to ten minutes a day, that's it. And they're busy, they're sitting, it's a frustrating process, meditating. It's uncomfortable sometimes. Even those people get all the benefits of mindfulness.
3: Wow. wow.
5: The well-being that comes of it, the peace, the tranquility. I mean, there's an increased sense of that. That's it. You don't need to be an expert meditator to get the benefits.
2: And there's, there's individuals out there who work so hard. To make sure that they can walk up the mountain for hunting season, they mm-hmm. can lift up that heavy weight, uh, and and maybe the, I'm trying to run a five, ten k, and so I go out and I work that out. We never think. Well, it's becoming more popular, but we rarely think I need to. I need to exercise my brain, and not just your brain, your spirit. Uh, and I, I know that's something that I don't really generally talk about. Is that mm-hmm. kind of Spirit, you know, mm-hmm. the soul, the mind, the body. But it really does align. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- 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 whether you buy into it or not, mm-hmm. the research shows that yes. individuals feel better, are able to control their emotions better.
5: Yes, they're more effective at dealing with their emotions. And in addition, there's physiological changes, low blood pressure, you know, um, a decreased heart rate i mean uh, lower response to stress but they also have found that people that meditate i mean this is preliminary well there's a lot of meditation um research on this but that it can be it increases working memory your ability to hold information for that temporary state and um, it's kind of almost like um it reduces the effects of dementia it can delay It can make it, yes. So the more you meditate, because you exercise in your mind, right? Yeah. Exercise, like also physical exercise, there's a connection with dementia, right? Like the more um, sedentary you are. So the body and the mind is not separate. So when you exercise your mind, it's not a muscle, but as if it was a muscle, um, you make it stronger. So whatever was going to be, there's a delay on any harmful effects or whatever damage you have done for your brain. And how that's accumulated over time, right? Um, I have a horrible memory meditation. I can't tell The meditation has helped me with my memory, but I wouldn't imagine how much worse it would be. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Right? And again, meditation is not only sitting in a cushion um, and, you know, like people say, uh, navel-gazing. Yeah. Um, that is formal meditation, when you really set aside a time and you're doing it in a, in a particular way. But we also have what we call mindfulness in action, which is you can be mindful throughout your day to different things. That's still meditation. So, you know, as you're sitting here, if you're noticing um, sounds, how sounds are going around in this, how we are looking at each other, so this awareness, it is mindfulness. Yeah. So you can carry throughout the day through your activities. You don't have to slow down or not do something to be meditating.
2: I once read an account... Of, of a monk, a mm-hmm. Tibetan monk, who said that every chore mm-hmm. that he had to do throughout his day, he meditated on that chore. Mm-hmm. So all, all I have to do is go get water from the well. Mm-hmm. That seems mm-hmm. like something very small and something that I'm thinking about 10,000 different things from here to the well. I'm thinking about 10,000 different things while I'm getting the water mm-hmm. and then 10,000 more on the way back to the house. But... If I focus on just walking to the well, mm-hmm. focus on just getting water from the well and just walking back. Mm-hmm. And and often like a chore, like doing the dishes, mm-hmm. something I'm not a great big fan of, but I try to turn that into a practice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this, I'm going to be present while I do this, and it'll be the best dishes I've ever done.
5: Yes, and is noticing the temperature of the water, and the smell of the soap, because we get nose blind to s- smells that we're familiar with. That's habituation, which is the opposite of mindfulness, right? Can I smell the soap a no? Can I uh, notice the suds? Can I notice what the suds feel in my hands, right? Can I notice the weight of each different object that I am washing? That is meditation. Yeah. And when my mind is wandering and I'm no longer there, and when Elvis has left the building, I bring Elvis back. Right? Okay, now I need to attend Back to the, let's say, gently reconnecting to your experience in the moment.
2: And doctor, a lot of people out there are saying, Dr. Trent, I'm just too busy. I've got to think about this right now. I've got to think about how am I going to go about this throughout my day. I I have to let Elvis leave the building. But one thing, and that used to be my excuse, I will Mm -hmm. admit that. But one thing that I've noticed, everything will be dealt with.
5: More effectively.
2: In its own time. Because I'm able to be mindful of the issue mm-hmm. and accept the issue as it is. Instead of looking at that issue with my pre-misconceptions, mm-hmm. with my pre-judgments, with my pre-thoughts. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm approaching each problem with a blank slate. And I'm able to not remove myself emotionally, mm-hmm. but look at it differently. Maybe from a different <laughs> angle that I wouldn't have. And and so I don't... I. We don't have much time left. I, I always kind of digress off <laughs> whenever you're here. But, but everything that you talk about is, is just so valuable for individuals. So if someone out there is listening and they're like, you know what? I'm willing to give this another shot, Doc.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: What do I need to do? Uh, if, if I was going to start a meditation mindfulness practice today, what advice would you give me? Okay. Uh,
5: there's many types of practice. So picking one that you can start with. It doesn't matter which one it is. It all leads, all roads lead to Rome. Um, There's tons of research, internet, free meditation guidance on the internet. There's YouTube videos. There's books. I mean, this is one of the most researched topics in psychology since the 70s. So it's, but find a time or find a task. So if you don't want to sit and just choose to be present and see what shows up.
2: Just and, be aware.
5: Just be aware.
2: Uh, Doc, I've got to go, but uh, real quick, you've opened up a new practice. What's the address of that?
5: Um, 1949 Sugarland Drive, um, Suite 180. Uh, it is not new. It has been in place for seven years oh, now. Oh, okay. I, I just recently joined. You
2: that. just recently joined yes. the practice. I, yes. I, I, I apologize.
5: That cross is on the Cottonwood building across from the DMV.
2: Fantastic. Doctor, it is always a pleasure and an honor having you on the show. Thank you so much.
5: You're welcome. Thank you.
2: You've been listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM.
3: Shared.
4: At Eliasson Financial, money management isn't just about dollars and cents. It's about dreams and opportunities, and more importantly, family. We'll take time to get to know you. Then we'll develop a unique wealth management plan that works hard just like you. To learn more about who we are and what our wealth management advisors can do for you, visit Eliasson Financial online or call 307-672-3010. Securities offered through Royal Alliance Associates Inc. Member FINRA, SIPC.
2: Fall is here. Hi, Kurt Smith here for the Sheridan Commercial Company. You can't go wrong when you turn to the Sheridan Commercial Company for helpful supplies for fall projects like weather stripping, caulking, insulating, heat tape finishing up any exterior painting and staining projects. Make sure to check all of your smoke and carbon monoxide detectors, as well as checking your fire extinguishers. We're your locally owned hardware store and have been since 1892.
1: The Sheridan Commercial Company at 303 Broadway. Open seven days a week. The share it with a friend deal. Even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. There's a deal for every friendship at McDonald's. Right now, buy a Big Mac, 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, or a quarter pounder with cheese, and get the second one for just a buck. And pair them with one of our frozen drinks, like the new Fanta Blue Raspberry. Price participation may vary valid for product of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
3: Ba-da-ba-ba.
1: Have you heard? Sheridan's own Vacutech is growing and they're now hiring part-time weekend workers. Open positions include general labor, machine operators, traders, and more. Vacutech is offering weekend premium pay and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. This is the perfect opportunity to make extra money or even a great living while working weekends and enjoying the week off. For more information and to apply, visit Vacutech's Open Opportunities page on their website at vacutechllc.com.
3: At Stiefel, our focus is on you, your needs, and your goals. You won't be plugged into a one-size-fits-all model. This is Jeff Tomlinson, financial advisor and branch manager at Stiefel. We practice a service model where our clients can share their vision and ask questions. Regardless of your situation, our guidance is driven by your investment needs. Call us at 307-672-3434 to talk about your financial
1: goals. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Hey, guys, Dave Ramsey here. If you want a clear plan to win with money, we got you covered. Tune in to The Ramsey Show. Tune in weekdays at noon on Smart Talk 106.3.